Welcome to Detour to Neverland, your guide to living your best Disney life through your hobby or business. Here's your hosts, Brendan and Catherine. Welcome back to Detour to Neverland. Today is episode number 101, and we have been just so thrilled, um, and we're so thankful for all of your feedback and your support that we got from episode number 100. It really does mean the world to us, and we are excited you know, for this new format and for the opportunity to discuss these different topics in more depth. Yeah, so... Even if you're somebody who's not as thrilled about the change, we appreciate the opportunity to let us prove ourselves to you and prove that we think that this is going to be a worthwhile change where you're going to get some meaningful content out of our episodes. So today our topic is all about time management. So if you think back to Monday's episode with Amanda from Disney Fan Vacation, one of the things that she talked a lot about was time management. So she runs both her social media websites, her blog, and her Etsy store. So obviously, when you have the, that many things going on at one time, you've got to have good time management. You've got to make sure things get done in the right order and using your time wisely. So today, that is our goal, is to deep dive into time management, give you sort of our impressions of it, and and hopefully have some action items that you can walk away with. And of course, we'll always try to tie it back to Disney Spoiler alert, this one was a little hard to tie to Disney, but we'll talk about that once we get there. So, let's just start it in general. Catherine, what do you think time management means to you? So, when I think about time management, I think about mostly being able to prioritize different tasks in order to get everything done. So... You know, that might be on a daily basis, but then also on like a weekly or even a monthly basis. And really, I think the hard thing about time management is just sticking to the plans that you put in place. You know, it's easy to sit down and put everything in a nice plan or in a nice spreadsheet, but then actually acting on those things is sometimes the hard part because we all get distracted and life happens and You know, sometimes you just want to sit on the couch and cuddle with your corgis, but that's not always the best option. Everybody has that issue or just you? I mean, that might be a weakness of mine. Mm. Interesting. (laughs) What about you? What does time management mean to you? I would agree to all those. Although as someone like me, I don't know, this is like a psychoanalysis at this point, but (laughs) We talked about I love planning Disney vacations, but I don't like planning in terms of time management as far as like my own day as much because I feel constricted. So the way that I look at time management is where can I spend my time to receive the most value? So what are the tasks that I can work on that will have the greatest impact and move me the farthest forward? Does that make sense? No, that makes sense. I think that's definitely a different perspective I'd, I've never thought about that before for time management because to me I just think I have to get everything done how am I going to squeeze it into my day yeah so I think that's maybe just how different people can approach it for you or someone who likes to make lists and likes to make calendars I love lists it's the best feeling in the world to check things off your to-do list where I do to a certain extent but I would more rather 
make a list and then sit down and say, okay, which one of these things am I most focused in on and which one of them is going to bring me the highest rate of return? So to me, I think for you at least, self-awareness is a big part of that, don't you think? I would completely agree with that because I can easily sit down. I'm the type of person. I can sit at the desk for three to four hours at a time and consider myself quote-unquote working the entire time but not accomplishing very much you know I'm, i think we can all relate to that i'm searching for the next you know youtube disney parks music loop that i'm gonna play into my headphones or i'm researching something that i've been putting off you know and and whatever it might be but to me, I have to be self-aware enough to know that that's not actually accomplishing anything. And I think focus kind of comes into that as well. So how do you, I guess, get over that bump of sitting there for three to four hours and not accomplishing anything? I mean, I think for me is I have to focus on one task and one task specifically and say, I'm not moving on to anything else until this is accomplished. So that kind of goes with what you said earlier. I mean, you have to pick what's valuable first, I guess, and then you have to make sure that you do that one task. Mm-hmm. So I think that's good. Yeah, but I think probably the the best first step that anybody can take in terms of managing their time better is understanding how you work. Like okay. What it is that, you know, are you someone who can sit down for three to four hours and work continuously or do you need to take breaks every now and then or do you need to do this or that just we call those brain breaks at school you do you have to get up and dance see i'm not a dancer so that doesn't work for me so no brain breaks for brendan i'm self-aware enough to know that that doesn't work (laughs) for me and i think going with that self-awareness the next kind of key point that i wrote down was understanding the environment that you thrive in Mm -hmm. so like what is your ideal working situation well i guess whenever i have to get things done i've always been like a work at the kitchen table kind of person any i don't i don't know what it is about like the kitchen table it's comfortable enough but it's still like far away enough from distractions that i can just set up shop and get what i need to get done And then I can just, you know, turn around, sit on the couch, and cuddle with the corgis. So if I could, like, think about why I think you do that, it's because you don't want to be removed from what's going on within the house. Because you don't like to be alone. I don't like to be alone. I might have some FOMO. I don't want to miss out. So I, I think it's great that you understand that, that that's the place that you gravitate towards. I'm different. I like to be alone when I'm working. It's like, I like to come up to our office, close the door, turn some music on, and like get away from it. And that's the only way that I can achieve being focused. And it drives me nuts. I'll like think of excuses to come upstairs and visit him. I'll be like, oh, Loki missed you. Oh, what do you think about this? (laughs) It is true. You do do that a lot. So, I mean, and I think that's just so important to make sure that you're using your time wisely. So are you someone who can go to Starbucks and work? Are you someone that needs to stay at home and work? I think there's just a lot of different factors that go into creating the ideal environment for you. And of course, 
maybe ideal is not the right word because you're never going to get it perfectly set up. Like I would like to be in like beast library with the double doors closed and sealed (laughs) where Catherine can't come in there and bug me while I'm working. But you know, I make do with, with the office setup that we have at home. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think sometimes just trying out different environments until you find what works for you would be important. Mm -hmm. So like I, I, I've, we've often joked, but I've talked about that. Like, I would love to go work in the Grand Floridian lobby. Mm-hmm. You know, you can hear the piano or the band playing. It's just so peaceful in there. But in all honesty, I would not get anything done. I was going to say, I feel like it would be fun to say like, oh, that's where I worked today. Or just to be there is just so great. Like you said, it's a great environment. But I feel like even for me, going to a place like Starbucks would be too stimulating. Like every time the door opened... I'd want to look. Every time someone ordered something or they called someone's name, I'd want to look. You know, like that's just a lot going on. And there's mm-hmm. a lot of people in those places. Yeah, but some people like that. The busyness accelerates them. And, and that's how you kind of feed off that and harness it into your project. So like I said, I think that self-awareness and learning what environment is important for you is is really key to, to moving that ball forward. Mm-hmm. So the other part of that, I mean, obviously it kind of goes with environment, but just like distractions or time suckers. So obviously there's things that we do every day that aren't productive, but they're just part of our everyday routines or lives or, you know, staying connected with people. What do you think is your biggest time sucker? It's probably the same thing I'm going to say. For me, it's social media and specifically Instagram so addictive it is addictive and i i mean there's a deeper conversation that you can have there on how social media is so addicting but i think just from a a more practical standpoint you know now iphones will tell you how many hours you spend a day looking at your phone have you been getting those reports no i i don't know if you have to turn them on but somehow they're turned on for my phone oh that's scary so i've been trying to knock that time down and it is startling how many hours you can look at your phone i mean it's five six seven hours a day that your phone can be open wow so imagine what we could do at seven hours a day yeah and I, and I would imagine some of you are saying the same thing that I told myself when I said I'm going to limit my time on Instagram. It said, well, that's my tool. Like, that's how I gain exposure. That's, you know, how I form these new relationships. My thing would say, what I had to look at myself in the mirror and say, that time that I'm spending on Instagram, am I, u- and I, am I really using it to build new relationships and to build my exposure? Or am I just scrolling 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 chasing followers and sometimes it is just to put off whatever it is that you're doing i mean i think everyone's guilty of that to some extent yeah so that's my big time sucker so you said that's yours as well yeah i would say whenever i am trying to avoid doing something especially if you're already sitting at the computer I mean, it's so easy to just open up a new tab and look at Instagram or Facebook. If you're, you know, if you've already scrolled through your whole Instagram, might as well look at Facebook. So 
I would agree. Social media, just in general, just kind of one big, whatever your platform of choice is, mm-hmm. I would agree. So the action items that I have taken and I think might help you guys as well is I've started scheduling all of our social media posts for the most part. Or I've at least made a guide to say, this is the type of picture and the type of caption that I want to do on this day, this day, and this day. There is some room for flexibility because it is a way of expressing yourself as well. So I don't want to deprive myself of that, but just knowing, all right, I've already picked a picture. I've already typed out a caption. It's going to post at this time today. Like there's nothing else I can do. So just doing those little steps of planning things out has helped me to use it for its intended purpose and not just wasting time on there. Yeah, I think that's good. It's a good starting point. Cool. So next, we're going to try to connect this back to Disney. Like we said, this was a more difficult one. But before we do that, we're going to hear a quick word from our partners. Do you know who is big and great at time management? Our friends at Kingdom Strollers. Why waste time and effort lugging your stroller to Orlando when Kingdom Strollers will drop off your Disney-approved stroller right at the Bell Services desk of your resort? Save the time and effort by renting a stroller at detourtoneverland.com kingdom. Again, that's detourtoneverland.com kingdom. So we're back. And... First, I, we picked out some quotes that we think are profound on time management, I guess is the word that I would use. Spoiler alert, they're not all Disney. <laughs> I want to try to find Disney quotes on all these, but time management's a tough one. I, You guys can probably think of better ones than me, but I could not find too many times that Disney in any of their movies or Walt Disney himself has spoke on this subject specifically. So... First one is, don't be fooled by the calendar. There are only as many days in the year as you make use of. One man gets only a week's value out of a year, while another man gets a full year's value out of a week. And that is by Dr. Charles Richards. I did not know who Dr. Charles Richards was before, but he's a... He's a doctor. (laughs) (laughs) So now you're not going to remember... Yep. Uh, he's an author as well, I think. But um, I thought that was really... I can definitely see why you would pick that one because it focuses on value. And that's something that, like you said, that you focus on. You know, just how how to make good use of your time. You know, it's not about the quantity. It's about the quality of what you're doing. Yeah. And to me, like we all have those people in our lives that just seem to move so quickly and get things done and, and move things forward. And I think that that's a testament that, you know, it's all about how you use your time and that's, it, you know, it, it's all about how you use your time instead of how much time you get. Yeah, I agree. So the next one is, it's not enough to be busy, so are the ants. The question is, what are we busy about? And that one is by Henry David Thoreau. I might have butchered that last name, so sorry, Henry. You cut that correct. He's like one of the most famous authors of all time. Oh, <laughs> well, that's embarrassing. <laughs> um, 
But again, um, you know, if you're just running around like a chicken with your head cut off all day, chances are you're not accomplishing anything either. So I think there is a difference between being busy and being productive, right? Yep. Well, and I'm sure a lot of you, if you're in the business world, you've read Tim Ferriss's book, The 4-Hour Workweek. That's kind of the whole principle of it is that being laser-focused, getting things done in a shorter amount of time that brings you the most value. I'm going to keep saying that because that's what I think it's all about. Um, But yeah, really along the same principle. So last quote, you've got to have something that connects to Disney. Of course. One of Walt's most famous quotes, the way to get started is to quit talking and begin doing. Doesn't need a ton of explanation. I mean, Walt is... So wise. So wise. But the biggest thing that I would say is you've got to start somewhere. That's the key takeaway that I have from that. Yeah. I mean, if you, like I said earlier, if you just plan and plan and plan and then never actually take action, I mean, your plans don't mean anything at the end of the day. I mean, you have to start. Yeah. So Disney characters that we think connect back to time management. This is where we struggled. So we're going to start with one that Brendan thought of, but I don't think he's a very good example of time management. Brendan said the white rabbit. So I think we could, he could be like the anti version of time management. Because he's always late. He's always late. But That's at least, his whole line. I'm late. I'm late. But at least he's conscious of being late. <laughs> I think that's a step that a lot of people don't get to is that you're just habitually late so and you he, never realize it. He has it. self-awareness. I yes. Guess. That's it. That's the check for that box. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's a stretch. It's a stretch. The next one put was Mary Poppins. And more so for her, just that she has a knack for showing up at the perfect time. Yeah, I think timing is everything. And it's also a good example that sometimes things just happen naturally. You know, you can't force it. You know, it just naturally kind of comes to you. Yeah, sometimes out of the sky with an umbrella. (laughs) A magical umbrella. Yeah. And bag. Yeah. Or you could be like Yondu. I mean, that's the funniest scene in Guardians oh of the gosh. Galaxy too. <laughs> <laughs> so next one, we didn't think of this actually. No, so we have to give credit where it's due. So Sean, who is Andrea, isn't it neat boutiques? Husband joined us for the trip report. Sean said Thanos was a good example of time that's management. That's a good one. Just think about that for a second. So Thanos had his ultimate plan, and it took decades and decades and decades to come together. And that, I mean, he worked towards his goal (laughs) every single day. It happened to be the snapping away of so much of life. Half of humanity. (laughs) But he had a goal in mind, and he worked towards it. He saw it through. Yeah. He did. And I think on a similar note, sticking with Marvel, would be Doctor Strange. Just naturally because he has the time I stone. Say, that's such an obvious, that's almost like a cop-out answer. It is not a cop-out. But, I mean, you could also say he also 
had the patience of knowing like how everything was going to unfold you know he couldn't force the vision or the outcome right he had to sit and wait yeah so yeah it's it's, a lot of these are more examples of being patient than time (laughs) management but it's at least somewhat remotely to do with time i think with future topics we'll have a much easier time with these the last one was another stretch another stretch but it's winnie the pooh winnie the pooh is probably not great at time management because he doesn't do much admittedly he says he doesn't do much but nothing i think everything that has to get done winnie always gets it done does that make sense like at the (laughs) end of the day winnie the pooh is going to follow through okay so he's consistent He's consistent and... Consistency is key. He's not just being busy to be busy. Like, he's only accomplishing the things that he needs to. Finding Honey, finding Christopher Robin, finding his friends. Baloo speaks a lot about busy bees. All right. How so? I mean, I I almost see the connection, but what would you... Well, when he's singing The Bare Necessities, he sings about how the bees are buzzing in the tree... I don't know. I thought I was going somewhere with that. I mean, I but can he recognizes it. that the bees are are busy, you know, working. Yeah. So did honey connect you to Baloo? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, yeah, I would agree, and that is something I want to be cognizant of is that I don't think time management just means working yourself like crazy. There has to be those times that you take for yourself times that you're doing the things that you enjoy while still accomplishing the things that have to get done yeah and breaks are very much necessary so take your brain breaks get up and do a dance it's a proven thing yeah well awesome well i think i really enjoyed this episode yeah i think um hopefully there's some good key takeaways for you guys on monday we have episode number 102 i am thrilled for this one So it's with our friend Keith Gluck, who you can connect with him at Disney Project on all different forms of social media and also DisneyProject.com. Among many other things, Keith is at heart a writer. Currently, he's writing for the Walt Disney Family Museum, which is... So fascinating, really. Yeah. So Keith has so many wonderful stories. He has interviewed so many amazing people within the Disney community. So we're happy to share his story and share some of his tips and how to get further ingrained within this community. So, last action item. If you guys want to call in and leave us a voicemail, we will play those in the episodes next Wednesday and Friday. Share what are your tips on time management, or share what are your time suckers. Really share anything from this episode. If you think of a better character or a better quote, share that as well. Please. So you can call those in and leave them at 615 615- two zero zero six zero four eight again that's six one five two hundred sixty forty eight of course we'll put that in our show notes as well but thank you guys so much for joining us like we said at the beginning thank you for affording us this opportunity to be able to try out this new format i think we're going to have a lot of fun with it and hopefully it's really valuable for you guys so thank you so much for joining us and we'll talk to you on monday Do you like Star Wars? How about Marvel? How about Disney? If you answered yes to any of these, we'd love to have you listen to our new podcast, Kingdom Malcast. 
We're just three guys chatting about news, topics, and events in the Disney universe. Find us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. Thank you for listening to Detour to Neverland. Subscribe to the show and leave a review to help more people find us. Follow us on Instagram at Detour to Neverland underscore podcast to see our pictures from the parks. See you real soon.